Welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast, where we're taking a deep dive in the dweeb culture. I'm Stephen. I'm Randy. I'm Dean. And today we're talking about Preacher, Season 4, Episode 6, The Lost Apostle. Let's take a tour of the Outback. But watch out for your dingoes. And now it's time to Dweeb the People. Solid you didn't tro. really screw that up. Yeah. Now the rest of it's going to be terrible then. <laughs> Welcome to the Preacher Podcast. If you feel blessed by this podcast, then spread the gospel by sharing us with your flock. You can also sacrifice your time and find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dweeb the People. You can find Stephen on Twitter at Dweeb Stephen. You can find Randy on Twitter at Casual Chinos. And you can find the one and the only D on Twitter at... I think it's Dweeb D Pants. It is, but I don't even know why you're even saying my Twitter handle anymore. I'll check it. And yet you make that joke every week. Uh, no, I don't. The only thing older than D's Twitter account is that joke. <laughs> older than my Twitter account? <laughs> Would we call that a joke? Not anymore. <laughs> hey, D, welcome back. Hi. Randy? Salutations? Greetings. Uh, so, The Lost Apostle, season episode six... Uh, here's the, you know, the, uh, summary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I haven't read this yet, so you'll be able to tell how well I can read. First time reading it. Impatient with the lack of progress between Jesus and Hitler, Star heads to Australia to meet with God, who is luring Jesse and his friends into a trap at Lost Apostle. That's pretty good. Yeah, good job. That's, you can read. That sounds like an insane <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> It sounds um, like a Saturday Night Live skit of Jesus and Hitler are working to, to make, like <laughs> negotiate. It's just insane. Jesus and Hitler are playing Candyland. And... <laughs> All right. This was an episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've gone first. Therefore, Can I will. Can I ask a question first? Ooh. Is it about Preacher? No. Oh. What? Why are there two cameras on me? What? <laughs> what camera? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> oh, I had to take these out of the bathroom to clean them. Ah, oh, gotcha. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I was playing around with uh, Twitch. I'm considering doing a stream. A stream? As a horseman. P? No, not a pee stream. I mean, you said it was in the bathroom. So, when you say stream as a horseman, do you mean you'd be wearing that mask and having to talk through that into yes. a microphone? Oh, all right, just making sure. Well, no, actually, well, I was, I was going to do a classy. I was going to feed up a lavalier mic up into the mask from the okay. neck hole. Okay. Tape it into the cavity inside the horse head, so you're not having to hear my voice outside the head, but inside the head. And the appeal would be... <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I don't know. This horse guy was pretty popular at QuakeCon this year. Yeah, there were like was. three people that wanted your picture. What's that? I, I there was a it. lot of people who wanted a picture, including ladies. Oh, okay. What, all two of them? There were multiple ladies. Mm-hmm. Three? Come on. <laughs> all right. Anyways. What you're saying, Randy? 
nothing. I find the horseman attractive. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right. Already got one listener or viewer. What are those called? Men- or horsemen. Minotaurs? Men- men- ah. A centaur? Centaur. Yeah. But a centaur is a upper half man, lower half horse. This is kind of the reverse? It is the reverse. What it's is an inverted centaur? Yeah. So what would that be called? Is that a mythical creature? <laughs> reverse centaur. How do you spell reverse centaur? centaur. Uh, C E N T A U R. I don't know why I know that off the top of my head. Oh, that's a cool picture. Been looking oh. up anything. I don't know if I can send this to you through. Uh... Is that a man? Oh. That's uh, weird. It's a reverse centaur. It's what you asked for. No, that's not. It's a weird looking thing. Randy, <laughs> coming at you. I know plenty. <laughs> <laughs> There's one with a penis. Well, it's blocked out. Show me Because that one's not. Oh. You show me one without a penis, it's not real. <laughs> oh, it's a lady one. She looks all sexy. Cool. <laughs> all right. All right. So <laughs> let's I, move on. I take it from this that there is no official name for a reverse centaur. First off, because it's ridiculous. Yes, because centaurs make sense. Tell that to Bojack Horseman, who I did not rip off at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, anyways, so uh, maybe coming to a Twitch stream near you. Because I did try to play Overwatch with the horse mask on to see if it was possible. And it's possible. So you want people to watch you <laughs> through the horse mask playing Overwatch. Because there's an audience for that. I think on Twitch there's an audience for everything. It's kind of like the rule of the internet where if you can imagine it as a fetish, it's already been made. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tune into your favorite reverse centaur. <laughs> I'm now even more worried for the world. Yeah, you, I think I just kind of gave up on the world and just kind of diving right in. Okay. All right. Can we talk about the show now? <laughs> uh, yeah, in a few minutes, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I would like to talk about Abraham. Mm-hmm. Oh. Beginning there, yeah. Why do they have New York accents? <laughs> that was the best. That's what you think of as the like a, a Jewish person. At, oh, is that what they were going off yeah. of? Oh, <laughs> yo, I gotta totally kill my son here. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Just the accent was throwing me. Just like they all loop. had New York accents. I only noticed it from the the dad. Well, his was the thickest. <laughs> Papa, are you sad? <laughs> It even seems like he was using some, like, slang, too, that was, like, New York slang. Probably. So, that, that was funny. It was definitely an interesting scene. I like how God was replaying that moment. Well, it was to signify, like, hey, this is when people love me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he waited a little close to the last second there. That's how the story goes. I know, but those was cutting it pretty close. Yeah, it was. I mean, in this universe, I don't know how else it would have played out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Other than him like putting Abraham in a sleeper hold and making him fall down. Because <laughs> I kind of thought that's what was going to happen. He's like, no, put him in a chokehold, done. He could have killed him, and then God could have flown around the world like Superman and turned back time mm. and saved Lois Lane. Okay. <laughs> that is infallible time travel, my friend. 
Oh, man, they sure did some drugs back then. For sure. Uh, so, yeah. That's cool. Cool little sequence. Uh, also, of all the absurd things in this show, this little bit of peek into the past of what the Old Testament was is possibly even crazier than what happens on the show. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is what they actually think happened. Or, or this person actually existed. Did he actually kill his son, or was he stopped? No, he was stopped. Okay, so this is this is crazy, right? I mean, I that's mean, how the legend goes. If this is actually how it happened, I mean, there's... there's oh, I'm sure throughout history, there has been a crazy person who thought he was talking to somebody who was telling him to kill people. Yeah. Well, Andrew Yates. Andrew yeah. Yates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Son of Sam. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of things. Yeah, yeah, they're called serial killers now. But they haven't or made murders. it into a Bible quite yet. Maybe, well, maybe a Bible, I don't know. Anyways, pretty brutal back then. Yeah. God was, uh, I don't know. Didn't they show a second scene? What was the second scene? I don't recall. Did you dream that? No, he watched, oh no, there was another tape underneath. I don't remember. Oh, it was uh, Job. He had Job there too. What's the story of Job? Oh, I can't wait for that one to play. <laughs> Job, um, he lost everything, and God was testing him to see if he would still have faith. That's ah. a long and short of it. So like, it was like penniless. If you think that yeah. Abraham killing his son was extreme, when yeah. did you get a load of Job? Yeah, it was much worse. What? Losing a... He loses loses, no. He loses absolutely everything: his family, his wealth. (laughs) I mean, everything. Yeah. Does he lose it to a dingo? No. So he didn't lose everything like Hairstar did. No. Hairstar didn't lose everything. Well, we'll we'll see. All right. Anyways, Uh, Randy, you may go first since Dee just gave me some attitude. Second. I'm the first to go second. (laughs) <laughs> no, I will fly around the world, turn back time, and now Randy will go first. Okay, uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to go with... I. You know, I thought it was kind of fun. I hate Jesse so much. The character has just gone <laughs> so downhill. Yeah. But him getting in the plane and being next to Cassidy and those two... <laughs> just kind of have you know being back to bros and yeah. then that smile that tulip gives like okay they're back to bros that kind of thing i don't know that was uplift oddly enough uplifting i guess it I was just, i like seeing those two go off of each other like it's just yeah. it's a fun playful back and forth and cassidy is so great in the yep. show and then they threw back to uh the stupid movie he hates Oh, the big Lebowski. Oh, the big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. He's going to have to answer to that. <laughs> yeah, no that 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 was probably my favorite part of this episode. It's just we get these. There's a reunion, short lived, but uh, well, there's a reunion, and <laughs> everybody seems to be cool. It's kind of like uh, I don't know. It's that group of friends where you all parted ways terribly at some point. I don't know, like at some horrible. 90s movie, but then you come back together. You're like, ah, whatever. Just party. That's how it's supposed to be with really good friends, you know. You can leave on any terms and still get get back on it. Yeah. Uh, Cassie looked good this episode. He did. He had some style points. Some style points. Yeah, he was because he a... wasn't wearing a woman's shirt this time. <laughs> no, no, I 
that gives them more star points. I get what you're saying. It was a weird. Listen, in a normal day to day, you wouldn't see any human wearing what Cassie was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It did. It was nice. It was. It was. I guess it was because he wasn't dressed like Tyler Durden for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like that umbrella he's got too. I think that's a fancy looking umbrella. It's a black umbrella. No, but it's a fancy looking like perfectly circle umbrella. Are there a lot of, like, oval or star-shaped umbrellas out there? Randy, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, I get it. And he's also wearing those, like, giant spoky glasses from the 70s. (laughs) Yep. And plus he's got that new hairstyle, so that makes him look a little cleaner. The frosted tips. Yeah. Until he starts huffing paint or paint thinner. (laughs) No, fire retardant is what he's doing. (laughs) He takes it up a notch. (laughs) Is that worse? (laughs) I would imagine. I I have to assume so. Right. There uh, you go. The reunion. That's my thing. Alright. It was good. I enjoyed it. So as much as you hate Jesse, you must have you just must love that they've killed him on two cliffhangers in a row. Yes. I would think that is maddening <laughs> you. That's fine. I know he's listen, this is not a spoiler to say I'm sure he's going to be fine. That's yeah. all. That's what we said last week. And he was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dee, what you got? Um, Better be good. I really enjoyed more of the negotiations between Jesus and Hitler. <laughs> and Hitler's line of, because uh, Jesus was saying that as long as you repent, you will get to go to heaven. And, <laughs> and Hitler's line of, so you could essentially commit genocide and wipe out an entire group of people but as long as you repent, you're going to have it. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then he brings. He says they're arguing about something, and then he goes, "Stop it, or else I'm bringing back the homosexuals." Yeah. So <laughs> that was clearly a, a negotiating point that Jesus won on. He's yeah. like, "No, no, no, it's okay. We're accepting them." And Hitler's like, "Hey, we're about to take him back if you don't stop." <laughs> Another nice point during this uh, this debate it, are all the coffee cups, and there's one that it says Hitler on the coffee cup, and I'm just picturing the barista like, <laughs> and then it, oh, okay, all right, uh, Hitler, you have a tall mocha frappuccino. Like, it's just it's so weird. Uh, speaking of baristas, was that Miss uh, Featherbottom? I'm pretty sure that was her. Is her is her name Featherbottom, or am I just no? It's Featherbottom. No, that's right. Okay. It just sounds I weird. I really couldn't tell if that was Featherbottom or if that was supposed to be like a legit Humperdoo that was, oh, who, I don't know. Sneaking back into the place and pretending to be a barista? Hu- Humperdoos are too dumb. Yeah, Humperdoo yeah. couldn't be a barista. Because that was my first thought, that it was a Humperdoo, but <laughs> Humperdoo could actually make anything. I'm going to start calling more people Humperdoo. Yeah. Could be Like on the, the league way. when they call people frittatas yeah, for that aren't very smart. <laughs> We'll uh, call him Humperdoos. Man. He's a total Humperdoo. <laughs> we should do a podcast just redoing all the League episodes. We should. That is the best show ever. I uh, wouldn't go that far, but it is a great show. It's got... No, you're right. But as far as names that they come up with, they're spot on. <laughs> Yo, Bagoya. <laughs> <laughs> and like... Just the, the play on words they are able to come up with. Like when uh, Andre gets a yeast infection 
and or something and they're like oh, isn't that a sexually transmitted thing and he's like yeah, i haven't been having sex and they called it the immaculate infection yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like so many phrases have entered my vocabulary now from that show vinegar strokes vinegar strokes <laughs> uh yoba goya <laughs> fear boner no oh, yeah the that fear was, boner <laughs> that was my fantasy football team name forever <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, I forgot what I was going to Google. Oh, no. Preacher Barista. Ah, that's going to that pull That was probably up. somebody's point. Oh, well, maybe not. Now. And now I'm going to forget to bring it up if it's not somebody's point. Yeah. But I digress. We already brought it up. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go. Uh, mine is called The Dingo Ate Your Babies. <laughs> That was harsh, man. I just, I'm, I don't understand why Hairstar thought that an omnipotent god right. did not know that he had lost Humperdue. Like, yeah. It's the most insane thing ever to think that he could keep it from him. I think I fooled him. There is no fooling him. Yeah. He can see all things at all times. Yeah. <laughs> What's that in the distance? <laughs> <laughs> What did he call it? One of his fierce. What? What? What, was it? what did he say about it? It was one of his hardiest creations, or something like. What is something say? like that? I don't know. Uh, let's see. What's not? Uh, what's that? Oh, uh, that's can can. That is Canis Lupus Dingo. Dingo, one of my hardier creations. Yeah, hardier. He disables his prey by ripping out the trachea, and if the animal is too tall and he can't reach the throat, don't ever cross me again. <laughs> so Hairstar now has penis head yeah. lack, of, lack of penis and four, is it still foreskin here? yeah I'm a little uncertain yeah. yeah it's just staying on better now okay still looks disgusting Man, he's a hot mess yeah and missing should, his eye we, we should at the end of the series we just need to recount all of his specific injuries Poor guy. And he's got to have some injuries from shoving all that tape up his butt. (laughs) Not to mention the hurt pride. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) I love Hairstar. It's a good character. How's the Christ child? Good, good. You know I've lost him, don't you? (laughs) That's why you keep asking. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Randy. Um, you know what I liked? I like to see that the Prime Minister of New Zealand, his ex- like explosion inside of a box, came back to play a factor. I guess like it was just <laughs> out of nowhere that thing came back. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. that dude just put a grenade with himself inside of a box. He sure filled up that box. Yeah, he sure did. Man. He he must have been pressure packed inside his body because uh, I think there was a little more than what was inside him. Unless there what? was that was a giant box. When you I just splatter it everywhere, with just one human. But that doesn't make a pool of blood unless they like filled it in with some water. I felt yes. the other way. I felt there there were parts that were way too intact. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it should have been soup. Yes. And you for sure the sash should yeah, have the been sash. readable. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like how they just immediately identified him. Oh, Prime Minister. <laughs> I'd recognize those urine or intestines anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't a big thing, but hey, it came back. It wasn't so it, completely pointless. I guess it could have just been anybody, really. Just put anybody in the box who talks back and then just send that body to whatever country they have, you know, tensions, political tensions with, right? And then you can in, instigate a, you know, a world war, which I guess what they're doing here. Yep. With that bomb. Like, if it had been the Prime Minister of... Malaysia? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the Prime the prime Rib of Propecia. <laughs> <laughs> what would they have done? Like, who would they have gone to war with? That's a good question. Luckily, it happened this way. I didn't realize there was that much hatred between New Zealand <laughs> and Australia, but... I don't know. I think no one knows, so yeah. they can get away with it. <laughs> Was this the... Prime Minister of New Zealand was in the box, right? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that was pretty gruesome. It reminded me, it took me back to a time when Cassidy was in pieces and in a box. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You didn't even ship me first class. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talking with the clerk. Ah, <laughs> uh, So many good things. It, the show is so... It has such weird, so much weird stuff that it's some of it kind of gets lost, you know, you, when you think back and think like I didn't even think about her star having to shove the video cassette tape up his butt because Jesse made him. Yeah. And then like he sent those male prostitutes to his office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just forget about this stuff because everything is so bonkers. I can't re- wait to rewatch the series. I've only seen it through once. I mean. Just think about describing this episode <laughs> and the points that we've only talked about. We haven't touched on everything, but if we said, yeah, Jesus and Hitler are negotiating yeah. the, the souls of the apocalypse <laughs> while God forces a dingo to eat a man's balls. <laughs> like, it's insane. Uh, yep. Uh, D. Oh. Um, so... I guess Tulip discovered where God is, or God's been hanging out. I like his little uh, toy set that he has there. <laughs> but, I mean, if he is om- omnipotent, then I guess, I mean, he saw Tulip there, but he had to have known they were going to find him, right? I think that was the point, is he yeah, was trapping him. Yeah. Yeah. And they say that later on, like, when Jesse and Cassidy figure it out, they're like, it's trap! Yeah. <laughs> or, what was it uh, from, uh, Star- <laughs> what's a trap? I'll the trap! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should uh, put that in there. Uh, there's got to be a green screen of that fish, dude, right? D oh, has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. There has to be. drop. <laughs> Star Wars fish, dude. It's just Star. You just Google "it's a trap," and I guarantee it's the first thing that comes up. All right. Anyways, I got yeah. too greedy. I put in green screen. Like his little playset. <laughs> It's cool. Admiral Admiral Akbar. Yes. Awful drop. <laughs> oh, I love that fish. <laughs> oh, I love that fish, man. So yeah, D. What was yours? God was discovered by Tulip. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm going to reward it and say Tulip Discovers God. Okay. <laughs> I think little podunk uh, trailer. Yeah. Like of course. It's a dog suit hanging up. and <laughs> he, he really probably just was following them around. And just he could have just set up wherever they were. Now. Instead of them happening to find where he's been hiding. This was in the scene right before it. But now I'm remembering this. Well, maybe right before it. With God. When they do a close-up of his face, you can see the tape behind the eyebrows. Did they do that on purpose? Because it doesn't seem like a show that would just, you know, not edit that out. Wait, what? When Like, he's looking through the the mirror, or the whatever it is, magnifying glass. And they do a close-up of his face. And if you look at his eyebrows through the magnifying glass, which they show, you can see the tape Holding on his fake eyebrows. Yes, holding on the fake eyebrows. I mean... They wouldn't try to show us a fake god in this show. I mean, they already did, but they're trying to tell us that this is the actual god. And clearly they're showing how powerful he is. I think that you could maybe go either way on this. You could say, like, (laughs) this show is so dumb. (laughs) As was evident during the opening scene with Abraham from the Bronx. Well, <laughs> it's just yeah. Abraham from the Bronx. I, I don't, I don't, I think, yes, it's still off the wall and silly at times, but I don't think they would get something. I don't think they would miss something. Right. As far as like makeup department. That's why I found and, that really strange because yes, the, like if you were to see that character just walking around the set, that actor, that's what you would see. Yeah. But you can edit that out. Or just get it right in the makeup trailer. Right. And it, and they would have... Filming up that close on scene... Yeah. They would have noticed it while filming it. They would be like, uh, oh, I can see his tape. Can you go to makeup for five minutes and get right. that fixed? So I think it was on purpose to what end. It would have know. had to have been. Maybe he's going to pull it off at some point. Maybe. And be like, guess what? They were fake the whole time. No eyebrows. I don't have any hair. (laughs) Who knows? I have alopecia. (laughs) It could be another fake God situation, too. I mean, they faked us out with that in first season. But he was pretty powerful. You saw him later on, what he could do. That was just bad piloting on Tulip's part. She just freaked out. I don't think so. All right. Anyways, your point. Go. My point exactly. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to say the preacher lives for now. Dot dot dot. He has to live. So yeah, we talked about it last episode. There's what three more episodes? Ooh, this was six, so seven, eight, nine, ten, four. Four. Okay. Oh, wait, and there's how many are there? Ten or yeah, there's ten. Uh, so yeah, we talked about it last week. It was like, is he actually dead? And, I had to school you two. I'm like, no, of course he's not. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Turns out, yeah. He was not dead immediately. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So he pulled out the bullet with the knife, which I'm sure works. Yeah. (laughs) Carterizes someone. Yeah, we've seen that enough in action movies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think he was two-handed in it. He was just one-handed. I'm sorry, it's the saint of killers <laughs> who can breathe fire onto a blade. Yeah. <laughs> We're okay. That's new. 
No, it's no, no. He well, did that uh, last episode. Well, yes, I know. And he did mention they could shoot through a planet in this episode. Yeah, he did. Well, they showed us that. <laughs> unfortunately, now, I wonder if that was a surprise to him. You never know. I mean, because even he has to test his limits to know the limits, right? Maybe he's even more powerful. So, anyways, uh, the cliffhanger was you know not really a cliffhanger last week because we knew he was going to live. Turns out he was living. I'm just glad they got rid- got it over with right away. First thing we saw Jesse, he was alive and well. And then he was like, let's go kill God. New mission starts. And then the end of the episode, he falls out of the plane. Now he's apparently dead again. That's how the season started, though. Yeah, I know. So, But uh, it's a little obnoxious to have two cliffhangers like that, one after another. When it's like a fake cliffhanger, you know? Like, you know it's not actually going to... He's not going to be dead. Maybe he is. You said that last week, too. I did not. Well, I will play it back. Okay. Do it. Okay. Not right <laughs> now, of course. <laughs> hey, this is me, D. And <laughs> oh, man, what if he's dead next week for episode six? <laughs> I guess that's how I started all my sentences. <laughs> hey, this is me, D. <laughs> At 8.15 p.m. <laughs> in August. Sometime in August. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I look forward to next week's cliffhanger. Uh, to Jesse's death. How are they going to do it this time? Hopefully that dingo's gone. I'll tell you that. Did he control the dingo? or did the, is, Of course Are these did. dingoes just so wild and dangerous that if they just see it? A crotch anywhere. They're going for it. No, he summoned it. Okay. Just making sure. Of course he did. Because if they're just wild dingoes like that, I'm not going to Australia. No, they're definitely wild dingoes out there. But is that what they're hunting for? They're wild dogs? They're not just hunting for penis. They're just (laughs) hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Because he made a beeline for Hair Star as soon as he saw him. Hell, he could have been running for miles. We don't even know. We just saw him when he was like a football field away. fast dog. (laughs) All right, Randy. Um, how about the letter? Uh, we find out that Chuck oh. never read the letter. Yeah. And my favorite thing is Cassidy reading it and kind of looking at her and looking at the letter. He's like, at the end, he's like, that's not going to help. Just don't read it. Don't worry about it. We're good. <laughs> Why do we think that was? Because it was like super emotional? Um, I mean, you could look at it a few different ways. Is it because Cassidy is in love with Tulip? And he doesn't want her to read it because it's about how much Jesse loves Tulip. Is it, or is it that he cares too much for her and doesn't want her to read it because it'll end up hurting her? There's, I mean, there's lots of things that could, it could be. It's just, I, I love the fact they don't explore it at all. Like yeah. they don't. She's not tempted to look at it in this episode. She's like, all right, whatever. I kind of got the feeling that at that moment when he was reading the letter, he realized the love Jesse has for Tulip is far greater than the love he has for Tulip. Is it, though? I th- well, if the letter is what I think it is. I mean, because Jesse, when he's hanging from the plane and about to die what he thinks he's about to die, he's, the last words out of his mouth are, tell Tulip to read the letter. So it's not going to be something like, and I hate you because you're stupid well, and you never <laughs> wash the dishes. It's probably heartfelt and you know touching of course it is 
So I'm so that's then I thought back to when Cassidy read it, and he's like, "Man, this guy's way out of my league as far as tulip." I just thought she was cute, but uh, Jesse really loves her. So then he's, I think he at that finally at that moment he got the hint. And he's like, "Man, maybe I should lay off tulip." Well, I'm go the thing I, some find, paint. I find fascinating about this this triangle in this iteration because the comic book iteration is completely different, and Cassidy is a shit like it's. He should not be with her. You find like there's just some very bad things that happen in the comic books. In this version, it seems like Cassidy is coming from a good place. He's tired of being alone. Jesse seems like the more shit human being, and we've seen this play out tons of times, especially <laughs> yeah. in like '80s movies, like mm-hmm. Ducky and Sixteen Candles. Like it's just yes, Cassidy is the the dorky friend that is in love with the hot chick who doesn't love him back. That kind of thing, and it's just. I don't know. We, like I said, we've seen this play out a ton of the times, and it's 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 a fun little trope to have in there. Uh, I'm going to enrage you, possibly, Randy. But I don't. Oh, Ducky is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I don't understand the reference because I've never seen the movie. <laughs> oh, God. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I mean. I'm, I'm trying to think of like '90s movies that it happened in. I mean, oh, you know, related to Weekend at Bernie's somehow. She's all that. <laughs> she's there, all that. Was there a dorky friend and she's all that? There's a dorky so. friend in every movie. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> you get it. It's kind of like every movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get to say it's a universal trope. Yeah. D. Um, I guess I found it interesting that Eugene did not seem remorseful at all. Like, this is so out of his character. Ooh. I'm going to say once you've been sent to hell by this preacher who had no remorse. Uh, <laughs> well, but, <laughs> it, gotta, but he's, yeah, go. he got a sincere apology. And granted, I wouldn't have accepted that because, I mean... You know, if I was sent to hell and forced to relive my worst nightmare every single day, every single second of my life, then, yeah, I don't know that I'd forgive somebody for that, but... Well, not only did you do that, but you also spent time with the saint of killers whose sole purpose is to kill Jesse, or at least you think it's to kill Jesse. Yeah. Like this, I mean, that's all this dude has heard about. It's like, we gotta find Jesse and kill him. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I did like that moment when he took the guns from him. Yeah, couldn't fire him. Jesse, that's a different point. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all were talking about Santa Killers. No, no, I was talking about Eugene. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Wait to listen. Wanna, they all want to kill Jesse. <laughs> well, I guess that's my third point. So yeah, I guess we could talk about that. Well, this is. As far as Eugene is concerned, I think it was funny that Cassie's like, "Hey, uh, no, he's a sweet kid. He wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't hurt anybody." Like, well, we found him with blood on him, and he uh, he looks like an insane monster. So yeah, he did. It. It's just foregone conclusion. Well, like, well, if I look like that, I'd probably be angry too. <laughs> I would be really pissed off if I look like that. Yeah, about a butt mouth. Yep, old butt mouth. <laughs> You gotta embrace it, though. Really? Do no. you? No. Hey, no. hey, I'm Eugene, but you can call me Butt Mouth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
So anyways, uh, when he took the gun away from Santa Killers, didn't work. He should have just run with the guns. But he can't use the guns. But as long as the guns aren't in the hands of Saint of Killers, they're kind of safe. I mean, they're not completely safe because he's constantly coming after his guns. But he, as long as you take the guns away, you can start a, stop a lot of the carnage. I mean... And Saint of Killers, maybe? he's not going to run after him. He's just going to slowly mosey after him. But he's going to get him eventually. Well, eventually, yeah. But still. I think it would have been funny. All right. To your point, if Jesse took both guns and ran <laughs> off, Jesse's running at, like, what, at max six miles an hour? And that Saint of Killers just picks up a rock and throws it at Jesse's yeah. head and <laughs> knocks him down? Like, that would have been great. I don't know if he has that ability for rock-throwing accuracy. Eh. He shot through like, a planet. I did like Jesse <laughs> using Genesis and be like, ah, yeah. I had to give it a shot. So, yeah, that was cool. Okay, I had a question with that, and I know we've probably discussed this before, but it's... It, I don't know. So we know this, it doesn't work on the Saint of Killers because he doesn't have a soul, correct? And yeah. he's dead. So why does it work on Cassidy? Does Cassidy have a soul? Yeah. So vampires have souls in this universe. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But didn't they put the soul in the Saint of Killers at They one did, point? and it worked on him for and a little how did, bit. How did the soul get out? I, because isn't that the soul that Jesse's using? And Took it back, back, yeah. Show's kind of gone off the rails from the comic book. <laughs> but, um, but yes, Santa Killers is like a specific example uh, just because of his history and how how his life turned out, how his hatred burns. Uh, because, obviously, Hitler, despite being dead and <laughs> the leader of the underworld, now has a soul. That's that true. Yeah. Although, you know, what would be a really cool strategy for a bad guy, um, and I say bad guy because I'm not sure which side is the bad guy in this show, uh, somebody opposite of Jesse who knows that the voice doesn't work on them, but they pretend to let it work. Uh huh. So Jesse's like, tie your shoe. And then they just do it to make Jesse think that he can control them. And then when it really matters, then they say, uh-uh, don't work. Bam! Slap! Face! Dead! Cliffhanger! Is he alive? That would, you should be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! It's really, it's a really hard slap, so it's believable. <laughs> I would be okay with that if it were like, uh, and I don't want it to be Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Um, but if it's somebody that we don't know, uh, hell make it god at this point right like it doesn't matter god wants jesse to suffer so if god uh he tries to order god to do something and god slits tulip's throat instead <laughs> like he can't control me and then runs off i was i was gonna bring that up do you think the voice could work on jesus or god they have souls right or well does god have i mean i guess technically he has a soul but he like is like the ultimate soul i don't know i don't know man (laughs) you want to talk about jesus now we're getting to the father son the holy spirit thing and who is what in the trinity super confusing what about humperdue humperdue has a soul because he's inbred right (laughs) yes no inbred inbred, people don't have have souls randy (laughs) (laughs) so is that why joffrey is such an asshole in game of thrones well No, but I guess Humperdue would because he's of the earth because he's been 
from line of physical people, you know, giving birth to him. Right. I don't know. I would. I don't. I wouldn't think it would work on God. Maybe we'll find out. But we might. He might. He should try it. I'm just curious as to what the end game with this show is now. <laughs> right. It's just. It's. It's so bizarre. It is insane to think about what all is happening in this show. Well, it's like and Humperdoo's loose out in the world, so we're like, okay, well, <laughs> we gotta find. We we're supposed to find Humperdoo, but that seems like a D plot in this whole scenario. Yeah. Like the big thing is Jesse trying to get to Penis Rock in Australia, <laughs> and turns out it doesn't really matter. This is where he's gonna hang out with God. Apparently, it's so insane. This show. So is this rock location called the Lost Apostle? I think it's a rock. It's a formation in the Lost Apostle Park. Oh, right? okay. So there's a park called the Lost Apostle. And that what they showed us? I don't know. I don't remember. I kept seeing words that said like God and Jesse meeting at the Lost Apostle, and I wasn't clear on what that exactly meant. Yeah, I think where God and Hairstar were hanging out was right outside of that rock. Gotcha. Uh, so where do we leave Jesse and Cassidy? They're still in the plane, right? No. Jesse and Cassidy still in the plane? No, I'm sorry. Tulip and Cassidy. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then the saint is behind in the cloud of paint thinner. Yes. Well, that was the fire retardant. Fire yeah. retardant, sorry. And then God has crashed Jesse... Jesse's on the ground. I don't know how near God he is. I'm, I'm going to start saying God and the dingo from now on. God and the dingo? You think <laughs> dingo's just hanging out with God now? There's our spinoff. <laughs> God and the dingo. <laughs> and Hairstar, who's... Oof. He's just going to stand up with a bloody pair of pants. Ugh. Just a, a bad AMDJ. God and the dingo. <laughs> Wasn't that a uh, family guy? It was baby and the dingo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, who else we have kind of out there? Obviously, if the bar- barista is feather bottom, she has something. Yeah, that's pl- got to be her. And Why then, else would they have done such a close-up on a random barista? And to have such a terrible facial hair. Yeah. Spe- you you, you yeah. thought God's tape on his eyebrows <laughs> was bad. Featherbottom's mustache was awful. S- some people can't grow facial hair that well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you in that boat, my friend. Um, anything else? I did like... Jesse calling out the Saint to Killers is like, what kind of what kind of cowboy can't smoke cigarettes? What's, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> dude, come on, you're an undead demon. Smoke a cigarette every now and again. I don't know. I was as someone who used to smoke cigarettes. I was like, you know what? You're right. If I could, I would. If you were dead, I mean, why not? Even if you didn't yeah. get anything out of it. Oh, you would get something out of it. It's just it wouldn't take anything away at that point. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, so I thought it was a little funny when, <laughs> apparently when Jesse sees a plane fly by, he uh, suddenly realizes exactly what the plan's going to yeah, be, how would- <laughs> even though it's a completely unpredictable plan that makes zero s- I mean, it makes complete sense because they're trying to blind the Santa killers. <laughs> I'll just get a, 
a running head start and jump in this plane. And what if it had been the hair star? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a pretty good plan, but as long as it worked, which it, it did. Uh, but you got to blind the Santa Killer so he cannot see you because he could just kill everybody in that plane if he wanted to, if he could have a line of, uh, line of sight. Uh, but that was kind of a little silly. Yeah. All show's a little silly. <laughs> of all the fantastic things in the show, I still like to keep it a little grounded in physics. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, long, how much speed a plane has to be going to take off or land, but it's probably faster than a human can run. No, Jesse's <laughs> arm would have been ripped off. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess I did like how he prefaced it, though. It's like you know, there's going to come a time when you're going to be even more mad at me, <laughs> and that time is right now. <laughs> I guess maybe if you had a super strong vampire holding onto your arm, but yeah, work. well, he was also catching on fire at the time. And... No, that was when he was falling out. Yeah, we're talking about when he's getting pulled in. Ah, gotcha. Oh, no, when he was falling out, I thought that was genius. Like, I really thought, oh, Cassie's arm is going to catch on fire and fall apart. And that's why Jesse falls, because Cassie won't let go. Yeah. But then, you know, Jesse used the let go of me kind of thing. and It works either way. I just thought that that was... Unless they pull a trick on us in the end, and the voice doesn't work on Cassidy. I think they've proven enough times that it works. Yeah. It's a long con. I'm not saying it's not a long con. Okay. To what end, I don't know. <laughs> Put on a Hawaiian shirt. No, motherfucker. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I've been faking it this whole time. Tricked ya. <laughs> Although that would be in character, I think. Just a long con that makes no sense. That I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm down for that. If it makes no sense, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else happened. Who else is a while? Oh, we still have Jesus and Hitler, who are still negotiating. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. I think we got everything. Stuff needs to stop happening. Things are happening. I think this next episode is going to be... I guess it's probably going to be a crescendo from now until the end, right? Yeah. All the pieces are kind of in place. It really except Humperdue. That's just kind of the only wild card out there. It's like, when are they going to get Humperdue? Because he's supposed to spark the apocalypse. Yeah. So I don't think it's a fact of if they will find Humperdue. I think they definitely will. What do y'all think about that? Well, yeah. I mean, if they if the show is going to have the apocalypse happen and they stop it somehow, they have to have Humperdue. I also think one interesting thing. Uh, is from the Jesse and Santa Killers Roadshow, is that Jesse and the Santa Killers both have a vendetta against God, mm-hmm. and the Santa Killers wants to kill him, and Jesse's like, "No, you can't until I get my answers to my questions." So, I really feel like they have similar interests; like they could combine forces, uh, but maybe that's just not oddly enough Jesse's style to kill God. He wants to kill every other human being that gets in his way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, at least. At the Saint Killers, at one point, kind of, they relate to each other, and Saint Killers puts his gun down. He's talking to Jesse and says, uh, "He realizes, okay, this guy hates God just as much as I do. It's just he has a power and a faith that I don't have." Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
I'm pretty sure they're all going to catch up with each other this next episode. Santa Killers, God, and Jesse. They can have a party? Maybe. Cool. And they're just going to talk it out while hair stars just... Just torture fighting with the dingo. Yeah, that'd be cool (laughs) if the entire next episode, just in the background, he's just constantly being chewed on by this dingo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, poor hairstar. He's had it rough. (laughs) He just wanted a job at first. He went through this training academy and kind of just worked his way up the ranks. He's the real star of the show. The real hero. I like how the new guy is just... What is it? The old guy's name? Some, whatever, oh, something 2? Hooper 2? Yeah. Hoover, Hoover 2. two. <laughs> <laughs> Hooper? He doesn't even bother to learn his new name. He just calls him Hoover 2. Alright. You want to rate this thing? Yes. Alright. I will go first. I'm going to go 3-5. Randy will go second with a 3-2. <laughs> no, actually, I feel like this is where the show has gotten most on track this season. Okay. To what I'm used to. Um, I was going to go 3-5 because I thought it was you know, above average. Um, but I, maybe I'm rating it too low because you gave it a 3-5? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I will. I will go with the four. Like yeah, this Ooh. is this is easily my favorite episode of the season. Okay, it was a big, big moment for Randy. I know it he is. Hates everything in life. He does. <laughs> I was, Dark I was, but accurate. <laughs> I was going to go with the three five. So I'm, now I'm reconsidering. I'm sorry. I sent us in such a tizzy. I know. Well, Randy really did. He usually rates it the lowest. I like Confused. the episode. All right, rate it, D. I said three five. Well, you said you were. <laughs> we needed an official, official number. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's just, hi. My name is D, and I rated a three five <laughs> on September second. Uh, let's see. So next week's episode is called Messiahs. Mm-hmm. Oh, in plural. Uh, I want to give you the. Episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the preview for next week, you see the angel from mm-hmm. season one. Mm-hmm. So he Shouldn't comes back into it. Randy, did you see spoilers? the preview? Are we going to spoilers now? Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, the, uh, it's the one that uh, had the magic thing, right? Yes. yes. Where people would kill him and he would just come back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in on it. I, I think we're going to get... Man, I would say... At, least 50%, probably 75% Jesse in the afterlife. Oh, that's right. He is in the afterlife. I completely forgot the preview. Uh, so it says, Tulip and Cassidy tear across the world, hell-bent on making God pay for the latest bloody twist in his plan, while Jesus and Hitler struggle to get the apocalypse review on its feet. Elsewhere, an old friend presents Jesse with a unique opportunity that could change everything. Hmm. So I guess he won't be revived this episode. Maybe till at the very end. Yeah. Spend the whole episode in heaven. Because they were saying in the preview, since we're in spoilers now, that they want... Well, we already kind of knew that, that they want Jesse to take the place of God. How long does a body have to be dead for Genesis to leave it? 
I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. Unless well, it's going to spend an hour in heaven real in our time, but in reality, it's more like a split second when yeah. he's on Earth. Randy, yeah, any hot say. opinions on that? Uh, I was thinking of it like the movie Constantine, or the comic book Constantine, either way. That uh, when a soul's when when a life is taken, it's a split second to that soul being lost. Uh, Whereas it would, it's kind of like Inception. How about that? Yeah, there you go. It's, it seems like it seems like an instant for one point of view, but for the other point of views, it's an hour or a day or something like that. Gotcha. I think you're probably right on that. Uh, do you think we still see more of Eugene the rest of the season, or are we done with him? I don't know. Yeah, I think he has a major part to play. Really. He's been too prominent, and he is—he's been on screen too much. I get it. Like, okay, he shot Jesse, didn't kill him. He's in jail. Yeah, I think he still has a huge part to play. Okay. okay. You have any thoughts on what that could be? A little fan fiction uh, you want to share there? A little fan prediction? I mean, he's one of the few survi- like few surviving human beings from Anvil. Um, yeah. True. <laughs> I think you there's know, four total. Yeah, and he has he has a connection to two horrible entities in the show of Hitler and Saint Killers. <laughs> I could see and Jesse. I, I, well, outside of Jesse, I don't think I don't know. I, I I feel like he'll have something to do with Hitler. I really do, it's, which is a weird thing to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right, though. I mean, they were they were pretty close there that for that whole season. It's true, they were. I mean, I don't know about close as in like best friends or anything, but they were shared a lot of screen time together. Yeah, just like him and Santa Killers did. So yeah, you're right. He could play some role. Maybe he's just evil now. He'll just show up to gross everybody out at the right moment. Mm, with all that yeah, what slurping. If, what if uh, <laughs> at the what if at the end of the series slurp away Eugene. Who is a, a an actual human being who is alive, who never was murdered or killed or anything like that, who never died. Yeah. He is in charge of hell. Like, I could see that happening. Hmm. He tries to change things. Not even that. It's just that's a place where his face is not seen as, well, it's still disturbing, but it's accepted in that area. Like, <laughs> yeah. like oh. There's worse there. Yeah, it's natural that this face would run hell. I can see him dying tragically. Like maybe he saves the day, but then dies in the process. Ooh, that's a good one. Like he saves Jesse yeah, from the yeah. killers. Uh huh. Maybe I could see that happen. So, man, this is kind of like fantasy booking and wrestling, where you think of things <laughs> that could be cooler than what actually happens. But um, which would be everything? No. <laughs> what? If- <laughs> Like, what if him saving Jesse from the Saint of Killers is what causes both? Maybe, like, they work together. Like, what if Saint of Killers is like, well, shit. I actually kind of liked Eugene. He wasn't a terrible guy. He was a good human being. And Jesse's like, well, shit. That guy sacrificed himself for me, even after I sent him to hell. And those two end up where, like, I mean, it could have a good payoff. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I could even see him saving Jesse from God or something. Because Eugene doesn't really have any kind of 
emotional buy-in with the saint. He thinks he's a, he knows he's a terrible person and a demon or whatever. But he had this whole time. He still has faith in God, right? So it, maybe at the very last moment, he finally decides to turn his back on God and save Jesse, and that would be fraught with emotions for Eugene. And then Jesse seeing that sacrifice, or the Santa Killer seeing the sacrifice. I don't know. I'm not a writer on the show. True, you're not. <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> Still got four episodes left. <laughs> They're going to hire you any moment now. Well, I'll leave a messages all the time. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't responded. <laughs> all right. Anything else? No. Cool. Let's go into recommendations. Ah. I'll go first. I am starting to watch a new show on HBO. Well, new to me. Old to everyone else. It's called Succession. Ugh. You don't like it? <laughs> well, I gave it away. <laughs> you don't like it? I, I'm i just not into like a bunch of aristocratic white people <laughs> fighting over a bunch of money. Uh-huh. You know? And uh, what about your Downton Abbey shirt that you have? <laughs> okay, I Downton Abbey either. <laughs> like, I've heard nothing but great things about it. I will say that. I've heard nothing but great things. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't even know what it is. It's it's literally like Arrested Development, but serious. Mm, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a lot of family drama and intrigue. and Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm also continuing to read The Boys, the comic book. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's a little sloppy in areas, I think, but because uh, they're, all, I think they're, all, they're going for a lot of shock value in the comic. Well, you finished the TV series, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's from what I understand, the comic book is just it's over the top. And it is over the top. Not as nuanced, I guess. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bottomless men in the comic books. As is real life. But there's this one scene where there's this, there's this apart, like whole building that's just like a whorehouse kind of thing where the superheroes come and you just, he, the boys are set up across the street monitoring or spying on them, whatever. And the game these superheroes play, they just go switch and they all run to a different room and take over where the other one left off. And every 30 seconds they all switch. It's just silly. And they're running around this thing naked and. There's a whole like five issue arc that I just finished that they're trying to solve a murder of something and it all the whole reason the murder happened was so ridiculous and it was like revealed in the last scene of the five issues. It's like really that's your big reveal. Yeah, it's over the top and it's silly. Okay, not silly, but it's over the top. The silliness. Yeah, we love silliness. But I'm gonna keep up. I'm not going to give up like I gave up on Batman Metal with the uh, <laughs> the baby uh, baby dark side. Is that the Batmantium? Batmantium. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's Batmanium. Batmanium. Batman. Some stupid metal named after Batman. Sounds stupid. Yes, indeed. All right, Randy. Hmm. Um. I would maybe say 
I really haven't watched anything recent, uh, although brand new to Hulu, and I believe Amazon Prime, is Mission Impossible Fallout. And if you're a fan of Mission Impossible stuff and or the <laughs> Fast and Furious movies, and you like you love it when things go up to 11, <laughs> my god. <laughs> this movie is fantastic. Really? I've not seen it. I, it's incredible. Just for the spectacle of it? Is that the one where Henry Calver or whatever his name is has the mustache? Henry Calver? Yes, you're talking about for what was the Justice League when he came back and had to digitally alter the mustache out? So let me ask you this. Was was it worth him? No reason for the mustache. Because he still has has stubble like for the beard part. It's just Uh the mustache has grown in more. That's so stupid. So Why? I don't know. I loved it. it was, God, it was such a... But there was no reason to ruin Justice League. No, not at all. And let, I understand he was under contract or whatever, so he, they probably could have sued him if he you know, altered his face or whatever. So, I mean, I would think like the head of the, the movie of Mission Impossible had something against somebody with Justice League. Yeah, for real. I'm going like, to tell you, I'm going to just say this out loud um henry cavill without stubble is still a really attractive man yeah so, he's incredibly uh, attractive there's there's no reason for the stubble and or mustache yeah. like uh, he's a handsome man no matter what it's cool doesn't have any stubble when he was in the tutors and he was super hot there don't know about that but i will take your word for it oh you never seen tutors no it's pretty good oh he's super hot it's about farting <laughs> yes the yes. whole show about farting <laughs> there is, is like, the Mission Impossible movie is two and a half hours long. Oh, God. And, oh, no, don't say, oh, God. <laughs> you get, you're going to get a car chase, a motorcycle chase, a foot chase, a helicopter chase. Just so many chases. <laughs> it's so incredible to watch because no, run, no one runs faster in movies than Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Yes. Well, 5'7 Tom Cruise. <laughs> Doesn't matter. His legs are moving so quickly. <laughs> In fact, in this movie, they make it a point to say, like, you're catching up to him. Like, it's incredible to watch. It really is. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. It is. I'll check Why? it out. I want to see this mustache. <laughs> Just watch it for the mustache. <laughs> I could oh, be a movie reviewer. Yeah. Hey, Vanessa, watch uh, it for the mustache. Vanessa Kirby, who is also in Hobbs and Shaw, uh, she is in it as well. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, you should, Steve, you should definitely. Oh, okay. Side, sidebar. <laughs> Jessica Kirby? Vanessa Kirby. Oh, oh boy. Kirby? Anyway. All right. Well, uh, I've got it searched. I will check it out in a little bit. That's pretty much... Oh, and she was in Fast and the Furious and Mission Impossible. Yes. Like I said, uh, she was in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. She's uh, Shaw's sister. In the latest one. Uh, I don't think I've seen any of them besides the first one. Oh, boy. Of Mission Impossible? No. Of Fast and the Furious. Oh. Well, they, they can't be good, Randy. I saw the second <laughs> one. All right. All right. Hang on. Guys, we're going to have to level for here. Uh, here <laughs> all right. So there was one, which is Point Break remade, right? We Everyone accepts that. Yeah. But it was such a huge hit that they were like... Crap! We, we gotta, gotta make, make twenty two. of these. 
And they brought in Tyrese on the second one, which was yeah. a big mistake. Tyrese is a terrible actor. Yes. But He's they were nice also brought looking, in, though. Yeah, they brought in Eva Mendez as well. So we're yeah. like, all right, too fast. Three for Tokyo Drift. <laughs> oh, they were like, all right, screw it. We can't have anybody from the original series. And that was a mistake. Turns out, guys, here's the big <laughs> twist. The beginning of three is the end of six. The fuck? Yeah, that's right. And yeah, just watch the rest of the movies. It's fantastic. No, they I will become, not watch the rest of the movies. They become the Avengers, basically. Like, at one point, <laughs> they become unstoppable superheroes. So what is this? Just like entertaining for the spectacle of it also? Or is, is it truly a good movie? No. they Any of them. Is it like you watch it because you watch Sharknado for you know the spectacle of it? No, no, no. You watch Sharknado because it's really, I mean, I guess a poorly done B movie. <laughs> You watch The Fast and Furious because you're watching a B movie plot with a triple A movie budget. Like it's incredible oh. what they pull off. <laughs> There's a car waterfall in one of the movies. Where, <laughs> I mean, they're, at Fast Five, I'm pretty sure they kill hundreds of thousands of innocent people what? in that movie. <laughs> it's incredible. No, all right, I could go on for hours about The Fast, but it's goodness. It's I never knew this, Randy. Yeah, for sure. I'm there opening weekend on every one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll have to try to watch them. No yeah. promises. Just going into go into it thinking like, oh, I'm watching Shazam Part 2. Like, it's fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch them when you watch Puka. Oof. All right. <laughs> Got a lot of wrestling to watch. This is the <laughs> hardest deal I've ever had to close with anybody. Because it's not worth it. Well, <laughs> by the way, do you know this? Like, I'm getting multiple wrestling things started up in the next few weeks. Like, you're wrestling? So we'll have Monday Night Raw, <laughs> which is three hours. We'll have, uh, on Wednesday nights, we're going to have AEW and NXT. And then we're also going to have, on Fridays, we're going to have uh, SmackDown. And on Saturdays, I'm going to have New Japan. So there's a lot of wrestling <laughs> Good coming. Lord, that's a lot. It is. I'm, I mean, your testosterone's going to be through the roof. Oh yeah, testosterone so high up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just trying to improve your facial hair growth? It's not happening. It hasn't happened in 30 <laughs> years. It's not going to happen now. <laughs> So are you amped up about this, or are you a little intimidated by the amount of wrestling you have to watch? No, I'm super psyched, because there's uh, it's just so much, and so much good wrestling that I'm super excited. Can I talk about my thing now? No, fine. All right, D, you're <laughs> Lots of wrestling. Listen, um, if we had a wrestling podcast that covered all the wrestling, I'd be, I'd, I'm all in. No, I, just, I don't think there's any other human being that's willing to watch that much wrestling with me. No week. one. Hey, no. it's all about the twist. Uh, you you talk about it the entire time, and we just make fun of you the whole time. Okay, I mean, and see if he that can makes just feel great. I, I don't know if we could break him down enough to where he'd be like, you know, I just can't do this anymore. You are killing me. Could try it. I've survived <laughs> this long watching wrestling in front of people. I think I'm okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I started watching Carnival Row. Um, it's uh, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, Orlando Bloom, and what is her name? I just looked it up. 
Cara Divilenge? Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, it's a it's a good show. Like if you like the uh like fantasy fairy tale world kind of meets like almost like steampunk, but not steampunk. Like it's it's in I don't know. Supposed to be in like thirteen hundreds, I guess. D, did you like what was that uh Penny Dreadful? <laughs> I watched some of that. Kind of reminds me of I watched the first uh, couple episodes of yeah. Carnival Road. It reminds me of Penny Dreadful, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it, but I also like shows like that too, so got There's mythical no creatures. No, so no, it's no no, it's definitely not. <laughs> was it a prime exclusive? Yeah. Ah. Yes. Yeah. And how does it compare to wrestling or Mission Impossible? Much better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's got attractive people flying around as fairies and as as does wrestling and impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think if you watch a lot of the, or if you've gotten as far as I have, it's oddly relative to what's going on today because they're. Um, the whole thing of it is these mythical creatures the humans didn't necessarily know about, and now they're trying, they had accepted them into society, but now they're trying to push them back out of society. Kind of like True Blood. Well, sort of, yeah. And like, they're. Nah, it's a little more hardcore than that. Yeah. Though. They're, they're like literally going to war with them and deporting them and pushing them out. And like, huh. they're, they're slaves and they have like a museum that has stuff that they have collected from all these different places that they took over, which I guess is kind of what people we do here in America. <laughs> well, I think in the first 15 minutes of the first episode, like it, it gets really dark because you see that a bunch of the fairies who tried to escape, like they're strung up on barbed wire Yeah, because pe- the human beings have put up this grid. And as soon as the fairies try to fly up they get strung up on these bar this barbed wire and it's dark it's depressing um but to your point with the museums i haven't gotten that far i guess yeah um they i mean there's a civil war museum right outside of dallas that is horribly racist and uh is trying like people are trying to shut it down because it's that kind of point of view so yes to your point I feel it's ter- terribly accurate, I guess is it, the word. It is. I mean, they're they're literally deporting people that they feel that they say are not human. They're deporting them. <laughs> what are you trying to say, D? So what's happening now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, there's there's terrible human beings in this world and you know, we know some of them, I guess. Some of them are in power. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, wasn't trying to go too political with that, but yes, it is. Too late, you've been labeled. It's oddly relative to what's going on today. I think they probably did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. All right, anything else? No, that's the only new thing I've been watching. Carnival Row. Yep. It also has the the lady that played the mother of the Sand Snakes in Game of Thrones. Ah, uh-huh. Lyanna? No, that's not Lyanna Stark. I- Elena? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And the Hell dude yeah. from Chernobyl. Elena. Eli. Who from Chernobyl? He was the scientist, the main scientist in Chernobyl. HBO's uh, Lane? Lane Price from Mad Men? Yes. Man, that dude is in everything these days. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, He's uh, great. He's fantastic. He is. Speaking of, uh, 
uh, I don't know, whatever. Speaking <laughs> of the fact that I want to bring this up, uh-huh. <laughs> did everybody finish Mindhunter season two? Yes. Yes. Everybody like it? Yeah. It's yeah, it's great. I that shows next level. Yeah, it's really super duper good. The dude that we went over it last time, I think the dude that plays uh what's his name from Umbrella Academy, Ed Kemper. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He is my just so <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Yep. And then uh I went off your recommendation last week, Randy, and I listened to the Insomniac podcast. It can get dramatic at times, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's we, informative. We talked a little bit offline about this, but uh, yeah. the the host of the show is a little annoying because I mean, the subjects he does a great job covering the subject, I think, and it kind of makes it a story. But then he tries to interject his own story into it, and how like doing this research has really screwed me up, and I can't sleep, and maybe I'm turning into a monster, and blah 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 blah. Tune in next week to see what's wrong with me. Uh, and then it, well, that was annoying. I, I agree with you to an extent. I think that there have been not just Insomniac. There's been some true crime podcasts I listen to. There's been some movies I've watched where I'm like, "Why am I watching this? And what's <laughs> fucked up about me? Why? Why am I enjoying this?" So I, I kind of get it. I, I understand he's a little over the top with his delivery, um, but as far as the content he is delivering. He is giving you factual things about really terrible. Yeah. So yeah, some of them were pretty bad. The Candyman from Houston was pretty terrible. Yeah, and it goes way more in depth on TV than Mindhunter. Yeah. Do they talk Last about the Rocks. Candyman in Mindhunter? Yeah. Remember? Um, <coughs> was he one of the so, people they interviewed? No, because yeah, he died. They, no, they interview the guy that killed the kid. Oh. Um, and I can't remember the actor that played it, but he did a really, really good job. Uh, they brought up the, the boards, the torture boards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bring up the glass rods. God, that was dark. The other things. Yeah. I streamed all those within 24 hours. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was... Man, there's some messed up people in this world like it's really dark i'm just shocked with how you know they're so methodical about it that they're able to get away with it for such a long time like a lot of these people they're killing 20 30 40 people over the span of 10 20 years and they just never get caught well i guess because it's never a crime of passion so and they're always super careful with what they do and what they leave behind or mm -hmm. i don't know a lot of them you can A lot of them go back to like the 80s, maybe even as late as the 90s. Yeah. But a lot of them take place during a time when there wasn't much surveillance. There was, you know, there were cell phones, that kind of thing. Uh, the more recent ones uh, that got caught, I mean, there was a couple in Dallas, actually, that got away with a lot of murders. There was uh, this one dude that killed upwards of, I think, 30 women Jeez. Here in the Dallas area. Uh, there was also the serial killer in the Dallas area that killed uh, transsexual black females. Yeah. Um, that was considered a serial killer. So, I mean, they still exist. Um, it's just, man, it's crazy to think about, like, especially if you watch Mindhunter, how these different agencies were not talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just And how much politics was involved. And- oh, my God. It's awful. <laughs> they had to get your TPS reports just right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, there was a great episode on that. Uh, I believe it was the Atlanta Killer, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's, he was trying to get the crosses. Yes. Yeah. Well, you didn't get your report in. You didn't get it in on time, so I can't <laughs> guarantee you we're going to be able to order those, get a contractor, and exact. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And they couldn't print the flyers in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Are we done? I think we are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, four episodes left. I guess we'll see y'all next week. Do you have any predictions? Oof. I think we fan fictioned it up pretty good. Yeah, I think y'all did. (laughs) Stuff is going to happen. And then Tulip gets naked. Ooh. All right. All right. Well, until two, it gets naked. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm T. I'm five.